Alexander Snicker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political husband. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, probational chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. It's been quite a... An interesting week that yeah. I've had, but uh, yeah, I've, I've I've actually been uh, waiting to hear all with about bated it. breath. Yeah, yeah, is that what it was with bated breath? You know, I never understood that thing. You know, what with bated, bated breath? breath? Yeah, I don't know, but it just sounds cool. It's a though. weird kind of turn of phrase. Yeah, it, it does sound pretty cool though. But I do have a shrimp in my mouth right now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in case, you know. Just in case, you never know. Well, you never do know what's right, going on. Right. All right, so there's a lot of different things to get to here when it comes to personal story stuff. So let me start with last night. So before we get into my first uh, interview with the shrink, let's get into last night. Okay. I have done some, or I did something last night that I have been looking for for quite some time but did not realize how uh, convenient it was going to actually end up being. So you, you did uh, get some heroin then? No, I did not get some heroin. No, oh, because you've been talking about that for ages. Well, no, I haven't no. been. But okay, okay. So last night on the way home, because Ray Ray's coming. Ray Ray was coming over right. last night because you know it's it's his night to come over to my Friday house night, and, right? And Friday yeah. night, your, your standing date. But what I did was is I've been stopping. I in the car, I have a cooler. In the cooler now is three empty growlers. Kidneys? No, no, not kidneys. Growlers. <laughs> So there's three empty growlers, two thirty-two ounces, one sixty-four ounce, in the um, in the car. And the purpose of this is if I'm driving by and I see a craft brewery place, right. because I am I am a full-on beer snob now. Right. So when I see a craft brewery place, I'm like, well, I'm gonna stop by, pick up a, a different kind of flavor for me and Ray Ray to try. Okay. So last night I stopped by Craft Life Brewing. Hmm. Haven't heard of them. Okay. So they're on they're in Hudson, off of nineteen. Like on one of these side streets or whatever, right? And I don't like the name because I don't. I think that you know the the you know, craft life just so yeah. Ba- so it, basic. It's kind of generic name, yeah. Little yeah, yeah. basic bitch there. Yeah, little bit, little basic bitchy. Now, uh, so it's in Hudson. Did you have to like d- drive down a dirt road to the still? It wasn't a dirt road, but because of all the rain, somebody standing it was there in overalls. Saying, no, it was somewhat flooded though. You ain't a revenue, are you? <laughs> No. So I stopped by Craft Life. Nice place. Right. Very nice people. Okay. And I brought and I got two beers. Now, Kelly and Ray Ray both like like reds. Okay. You know? Right. So I bought two different beers. The first beer I bought was this one called Fiery Redhead. Right. Which was a good beer. It had nodes of um Oh um, God. Really? Yeah, hey, first of all, it's of not nodes. First of all, it's not nodes. It's notes. Notes of jalapeno that's what, in it. That's what the uh, uh, the uh, feminine uh, bearded dudes uh, that are beer snobs always say. Well, there you go. Yeah, so you're right up that alley. Mm. So sorry, I had to take a drink of my coffee. So I got a fiery redhead, and you know what? It was a good beer. Right. I actually on um, on the untapped. Is that what the name of the website is? Yeah, on the untapped app because I list all the beers I like in there because this is my journey to find the beer that I love. Right. Is that the Fire Redhead was 3.25. It was a good beer. It was a good beer. 3.25? Out of five stars. Oh, oh, I thought that was alcohol content. No, 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 no. I was going to say, alcohol man, that's barely like a beer. five point something. Yeah, I always, uh, when I, generally when I go to craft brew places and I want to try something new, I go for like the 10 plus alcohol content. You know, <laughs> those are the ones I'm looking for. I want a tw- 20 proof beer, <laughs> you know, but then I had the next one. Yeah. The next one was an Island Cove red. Okay. This is now my go-to beer. Hmm. I actually wrote great beer. This is a go-to beer. 4.75 stars. Really? So this, this beer was so it was perfect. 
Was it really? Wow. In my that, opinion, it was perfect. Did it have nodes of like, I don't know, melanoma or something? No, no, it didn't have any nodes of melanoma. No. It was just a good quality beer. Yeah. It was light, but it wasn't too light. Did it did it have a barnyard taste? It did not have a barnyard taste. Yeah. It had a good taste though. I don't I can't even place the taste, but I had some of that last night. But before I did that, I actually went to Hooters. Right. Now, so it was Friday the thirteenth. Kelly, you know, at the end of the oh, work day. It was day, Friday the 13th. I didn't even pay attention to that. It was, yeah. yeah. So Kelly was there, or Kelly wanted to go out to eat with uh, the whole family, right? Right. So everybody ends up showing up to Hooters at about, I don't know, 8.30 or something like that, just because it ended up being a late night at work. Um, we get there. I start drinking vodka cranberries, because I was saving the beer for, you know, beer was already at the house at that point in the fridge, right. just cool and chilling. But... I started drinking vodka cranberry, which is kind of like my go-to drink. If there's if there's liquor around, then vodka cranberry is where I'm at. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my business. Just like most women, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I might be on my period. I don't know. <laughs> it is a it is a fairly feminine drink, though. What honestly. vodka cranberry? Vodka cranberry. Yeah, I like it though. Yeah, I like it. I like what's going on with it. So I start drinking vodka cranberries, and I'm sitting at Hooters. Now in the Hooters, right next to me is a table filled with cops. Okay. On duty? No, no, no. They were all off duty. How do you know? They were cops then. Uh, cop signs, like things you could tell. Like they all kind of looked like cops. Okay. They were talking like cops. They were loud enough to where you could hear their conversations. Gotcha. And okay. in their conversations, right. it sounded like police conversations. Gotcha. All right. And my first thought was I automatically felt uncomfortable. Oh, fuck yeah. Being in a place, like being there with a bunch of cops there. Right. They didn't look at me. They didn't talk to me. They didn't do it. They were just minding their own business, doing their own thing. Right. But their simple existence in the same place that I was in just made me feel uncomfortable. Guys with firearms and anger management problems. It's an uncomfortable situation. Now, the second thing was, is that I saw what they were drinking too. And I saw that most of them were just by themselves. It wasn't like they were with, you know, with their wives or anything like that. Right. And they were all drinking. And my right. second thought was, are Who's you guys driving? all going to get in the car and drive home? Of course they are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're going to go out and have a bunch of a bunch of drinks, right. but then you're going to drive home. Yeah. But somebody else that's on duty, like if you were on duty at the time and somebody else did that, you'd pull them over and arrest them. Uh, only if they weren't a cop. <laughs> as long as they're not a cop. Right. right. So that was my thought process while I was watching this whole thing go down, like watching it. Yeah. They ended up leaving, you know, rest of the family got there and it was a good dinner. It was actually a good dinner. It was very funny. Everybody was cracking jokes. It was a good time. I was getting loud, but I was having a good time too. So I was, you know, three vodka cranberries in. Right. I'm feeling good. Everybody, you know, especially after the police left, then I felt a lot better. Yeah. Because I, I, I just felt like it's almost the same way as if like you're driving down the road and there's a cop behind you. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think you're doing anything wrong. You weren't trying to do anything wrong. But yet, for some reason, you are nervous behind with the person there. Well, it, you know, here's the thing. And again, I, I say this all the time. I know a lot of cops, a lot of I, I'm friends with a lot of cops. They're good people. The problem with law enforcement is there is a societal structure of people that uh, essentially uh, have more rights than you and essentially have arbitrary power over you. And that is a problematic thing for me. You know, so it's like those guys, look, those guys could be all guys that, you know, I'd hang out with, I'd play poker with, that, you know, they'd be on my fantasy football league. You know, they're probably those kind of guys. Yeah. You know, so they're probably just decent, normal people. But the fact that their position gives them power over me and in a lot of times discretionary power over me and also gives them a whole bunch of special privileges that I don't have, mm -hmm. uh, like the fact I know I can have, you know, three, four beers at Hooters and drive home. And if I do get pulled over, all, you know, I got to pretty much a get out of jail free card, mm -hmm. you know, because yep. the cop's going to be like, hey, man, just take it, you know. To take it easy, bro. Yeah, that you cop know. is going to treat that cop is going to treat the other person like he should treat everybody. Right. Now, once in a blue no. moon, uh, once in a blue moon, if it, if it's like egregious, like if they're drunk, drunk, they're probably still going to jail, or maybe not. Maybe they call out the the sergeant or the lieutenant, and they make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They make it go away somehow, but because they don't want to ruin his career. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you think but about it, any, anybody else? Yeah, we'll ruin your life. No problem. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So. so that's, and again, I'm not saying people should drive drunk. Absolutely. I never do. That's yeah. something I never do. Uh, you never do that, by the way. I never do that. No. I, I, in fact, I won't, you know. You don't drive with any drink at all. 
No, that's not true. I, I, you know, if I have a meal, I'll have like two drinks with a meal. Yeah, but, but that's my absolute limit. I'll but you're, never. You're, you never go over point oh eight. No, no, never. Absolutely. If you're yeah. over point oh eight, you ain't driving. Exactly. Yeah, and that is true. Um, but, uh, you know, just the fact that they, there's a whole different set of rules for these guys. And not only is there a different set of rules for them, there's a whole different set of rules for how they can treat you. Yeah. You know, and, and that's just, it's a problem for me. No, it is for me as well. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that now with every person that works for the government. Yeah. Yeah. With all, all the crats, all of them now, all the crats, all the crats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To to quote Adrian's book, right? Cassandra, available on Amazon, by the way. Yeah. In case you didn't know that. By the way, actually, I, I go ahead and make an announcement now since we're talking about it. I have actually, uh, since we we're going to be talking about it a lot today, and uh, I got a whole bunch of DFC points for the Cassandra trigger this week. Yeah, you did. Uh, I moving up the chart. For those of you listening who haven't read my book and would like to, I've made it free on Amazon, the Kindle version. You can download it for free. Uh, Sunday and Monday, okay, which is the uh, what fifteenth and sixteenth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you go to Amazon.com, look up the Cassandra Trigger uh, starting tomorrow, Sunday, and and all day Monday as well. Uh, you can download a Kindle version for free. Oh, look yeah. at you! So what a giver! I know what a giver, I Adrian. Yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, like in the area of philanthropy, you are. Uh, an amazing person yeah. in that aspect. Yeah, so I, really I, I truly am. That. And the greatest thing about me is my humility. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, that's number one. Absolutely. You are question. more hum- humoral. Or what is that word again? <laughs> humble. Humble. Yeah, you're more humble than... Humoral. Any, I actually like humoral. You're more humble than Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll actually seriously take credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But, I, so anyway, so uh, I want to know... Uh, what does your psychiatrist say uh, about your problem with law enforcement? We haven't talked about that. You haven't talked about that one yet? That 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 needs to be on the docket. Well, you got to remember, though, this is the first time I was here this week. Right, right. And it might be the last. Oh, really? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So, okay, so here's what happens. So on Monday, I have my appointment with the shrink. Right. Right. And so we go Monday, there. you had your appointment. Yeah, Monday, yeah, I had my appointment Monday. with the shrink. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had my appointment with the shrink. And this was the initial consultation, basically. Right. And now, just just to put this in perspective, this is an actual psychiatrist, not a therapist, not a, you know. Yeah, that they went to thing. school for a bunch of years yeah. and got the diplomas and right. they're on the wall. She actually hires, she, she hires other people to do like the, like the she's therapy, the clinical the, part and, right. you know, like she can, she can uh, uh, issue, issue the meds, right. basically. So she's looking for pathology, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, one thing she told me not to not to not to just get into this part of it. She said I have an ob- obsessive compulsive personality. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean that. I'm pretty sure you knew that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just that you will spend hours arranging a single shelf is a pretty good indicator of that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And you put boxes inside of boxes. Also true. Yeah. Also true. Yeah. Also true. So that that's a that's a no brainer, right? There. So so we get, we get there though, and it's face to face. But she's wearing a mask, and she's wearing a mask the entire time that I'm there. Right now, I'm not. I didn't go in wearing a mask. I wasn't going to wear a mask. Like I'm, I'm not. Yeah, that's fine. Her prerogative. I'm not doing this part. But if you want to, yeah. you can. And so we talked for a while. We talked for about an hour, and it was a good conversation. I mean, again, she asked questions. I right. did most of the talking. She's just you know asking me stuff. And then she's like, "Well, you have an obsessive compulsive personality. Yeah. You don't have obsessive. You don't have OCD. I don't, I don't have a disorder. Right? It's not that far. No. But it's just a, a obsessive personality. You have the trait. Yeah. 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 And that's that's you know I could have diagnosed that one. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's what the, the other thing was like you know tell me something I don't know. Don't right. You know? <laughs> so we we had a good conversation and then she is she was like well I'm going to refer you to one of my. Um, one of my psychiatrists or whatever like that. Right. And we, you know, that day ended there and I'm like, okay, you know, and even cause I, this is the same one where I asked if it was a test and she did bring that part up as well. What do you mean? Is it a test? Like when they were trying to change the times like that, like I felt like they were trying to make me mad on purpose. So I'm like, are you testing me here to see if you're going to make me mad or not? Okay. And she's writing in her little pad paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> she probably was. I had to explain two wives to her and all this other stuff. Right. I had to, you know, we had to lay out a lot of different stuff. Yeah. So, um, and I, you know, I, I, I told her the truth. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mince words with her on anything, you know? Right. Um, or at least the truth, as far as I could, as far as I was concerned, what the truth was. 
Wow. And so it was a, it was a, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a pretty psychiatry thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So we, it was a good conversation. I liked her. And then she was, she, she was going to forward me hard to tell about the mask with the mask. On. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, you know, I, I liked, I need to see that part of the face in order to be. No, 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 not really. No. She was a very nice person, though. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't sizing her up or down. She listened to the show? Probably not. <laughs> I did tell her I had a podcast, though, but right. I don't think she can. I think everybody has a podcast. Right, point, yeah, so. yeah. She she didn't ask for what it was, huh? Yeah, she yeah. didn't care. Um, so, Which probably would have been better to diagnose me a little bit better. I, honestly, yeah, just say, hey, or listen to this. and Yeah, <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah, you'll, you'll get it. Yeah, you'll get there. So... She's like, well, you know, we'll have it. Well, I'll meet you again another month, but we'll have another thing going on. Right. Okay. So this woman, so this woman leaves me, calls me, leaves me a message and I call her back. And the psychiatrist. The, 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 yeah. Oh, the, or a the, different woman. A different woman. Okay. And From so, the same firm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we need to schedule a time to meet and instantly it's, she's just kind of back and forth and it's just, it, the conversation isn't going well anyway. Right. And it's starting to irritate me as a matter of fact, like I was starting to get irritated with the whole ordeal. And then she says... Well, we can do, we can schedule a time on this time and we'll do it virtually. I'm like, oh, hang on a second. What do you mean virtually? And she's like, well, I, I don't meet clients right now. So right. we have to do it over the phone. Right. And I'm like, well, then we're not meeting. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this. Why? Here's the thing. If I wanted to pay someone to talk to them about my problems over the phone, I'd rather give you $50 or $100, however much it's going to cost, right. and talk to you on the phone because the result's going to be about the same. Well, give me 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about your money. Right. <laughs> so she, she tells me this on the phone, and I'm like, well, hold on a second here. I, I'm not going to do this over the phone. Like We have to meet face-to-face in order to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing these sessions virtually. Right. And she's like, you know, I'm sorry, you feel that way, and this and this and this, and I'm like, yeah. Why do you feel that way? Because you got to be face to face. If I'm going to pay you to, to do well, this, well, I'm sure you would do it through Zoom, so you'd at least be looking at each other. No, nah, no, nah, I don't. And no, it's face to face. Okay. Here's the thing: when you do things like that, then everything's recorded at that point. Not that it, not that it couldn't be recorded other ways, right? But the difference there is that is a good point. Is that you've you've submitted to you knowing this is going to be recorded. Right. Other people could be watching at the same time, which again. Is it a problem per se? However, the problem that I have is if you if I meet you face to face and you record the conversation, the conversation gets out, you're to blame. Right. If you do it on Zoom, they got all kinds of outs. Right. They're like, well, the, the, we didn't do it. They did it. Right. So I'm not going to do that. I'm right. not going to do that at all. Right. So I, and I told her, I'm like, well, hang on a second. First of all. I don't think there's really anything that would come up in a therapy session with you that you wouldn't talk about on the air anyway. I mean, you're literally talking now about your therapy session on the air, about your psychiatry session, which most normal people wouldn't, you know, they would probably keep that information private. You know? Okay, there's some truth to that. However, right. I'm making the choice to do it. Right. But if I, if I want to, if I, but if I'm doing it over, I will still censor somewhat. There's still a, at least five or 10% of censor going on. Right. But I don't want any type of censor going on. I want, and, I, and again, if I want to do this, I want to be sitting with someone doing it. I don't right. want to do it over the, I, it just I get seems that. So I understand impersonal. that. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. You know, I don't feel like it's a lot of be times helpful. they do therapy now over text. And I'm thinking that's just yeah, like, I'm not doing that either. You can't. Yeah, you can't judge anything sit, via If I'm going to sit down and talk to someone. You know, I don't even know if someone's being sarcastic or not with a text. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Tone? Right. Well, none of that comes yeah. into play. Right. So, I, you know, I told her, I'm like, well, thank you anyway, but, you know, I'll talk to the, I'll talk to the, you know, talk to the other person and, and, and get something set up with somebody else. Right. Because I, the other thing is this. Look, you can be scared of COVID right now if you want to be. Right. You can do these things if you choose to do this because of COVID if you want to. Right. I don't necessarily... Th- want you I don't want to force you to meet with me but if you're the one making the choice to do that well you have a choice I don't too. want you yeah, I have a choice yeah. too and I don't want to I don't want to deal with someone if their fear level is that big that they can't meet with people right now uh, yeah I, I get that I get that and it it kind of um and again, it shouldn't, but it does. It kind of gives you a uh, preconceived notion of this person's personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I try not to do that, but you still kind of do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, it, it goes both ways. 
You know, there's people out there that are afraid of COVID that see people without a mask and think they're just a, you know, a horrible human being because of it. You know, and that's, that's a shame that we do that. Uh, but, you know, I could I could see where someone like that that was scared to that level um, would, um, you know, you would immediately have a strike against them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So. Well, the other thing is, is like you're going to make money without having to, you're not, you're going to you're going to try to do this where I got to pay you to do this. Right. And you don't even got to leave your house. Well, you're, they're, you're paying for the person's time. You're not well, paying for their travel or well, whatever. No, you no, know no what I got saying. you there. But like I want I, the other thing when I walked into the psychiatrist's office to begin with, well, was there wasn't an actual laying down couch that I was. On. <laughs> yeah, and they I don't was do that ri- anymore. That's bullshit. I want that done. <laughs> like I actually now I'm gonna like I, I might still go to a psychiatrist, but I'm gonna go and and view their room first. Like what, before, I didn't know what questions to ask. Right now, I actually have a little bit better idea of what questions I need to ask people. One, do you have the couch that you get to lay on? <laughs> Two, is it a Victorian like red leather yes, couch? Yeah. Yes. What color is the couch? Yeah. Because I a brown or a red is all I'm going for. Velvet or leather, it can be nothing That's else. That's it. Yeah. And None of this the, microfiber. The other shit. one is: Are we gonna are we meeting together, or are you gonna try to do this over the phone? Right. And now that I know this, I have more questions that I can ask people, which I thought was really nice. Right. So, and I I left a message with the initial with the initial person um, to reschedule to get with somebody else, but they never called back yet. Yeah. Which I don't think they're gonna. I actually think they're gonna be like, no, we don't want to. You've with been you. blacklisted, probably. Yeah. Which again, it is what it is, but. I just wouldn't, I, I didn't want to deal with it though. Yeah. Now, why'd you go in the first place? Because Danielle made me go. Okay. I mean, she didn't make me go, but she well, offered what was a, What was the purpose of it? Was it your anger management? Anger management? Yeah, it was anger management. Yeah. Well, you seem to have, uh, be doing a lot better than that. I have my moments. Yeah. I, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Yeah. Like even last night with, with, the, with the police thing, like I, I'm sure that they were all looking at me like I was angry, which I wasn't really angry per se, but I was just like. Uncomfortable. Yeah, Uneasy. I just didn't want to be in a room with, with a bunch cops. of people that can throw me in jail. Right. On a whim. Yeah, yeah. And they can do that. Yeah. And in Pasco, they have. I mean, not me. <laughs> right. Again, every interaction I've had with Pasco cops has actually been a good interaction. Right. I haven't had any issues with them at all, but only because like I've never been in a situation in Pasco that required them to be dicks, I guess. I don't well, know. You, you see it all the time. I mean, we've got uh, three stories uh, in the uh, show notes uh, today about that. You know, where uh, cops are just, you know, acting like total dicks. Yeah. You know, and they're doing things that I'm like, well, that's just how is that anything other than racist? Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some stories down there that go with that. Well, not not all of them. You no, know, no, 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 not all. of them, And it's right. not all the cops that do it either. So I don't want to. We'll, we'll save some of those stories for the second hour. Yeah, yeah we'll do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. So just a little tease. If you'd like to hear the second hour of the uh, show, uh, just go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Uh, and you get a whole bunch of free swag and you get an additional hour of content. And some of the free swags include uh, a free hard copy of my, well, paperback copy of my book. Yeah. Um, you get the Anarchist Guild coin, which mm-hmm. is totally awesome. Uh, you get the no this, monetary value though. N- no monetary value, at least no fiat value. Um, you get oh, the, has a beer value though. Has a beer value, and that's right. Yeah, it can be exchanged with Alex for a beer. Well, you don't even have to exchange no, the just, coin. Just, just present present the coin. The coin. Yeah. Um, and the this is not a bag duffel bag. With, not a bomb uh, duffel. Uh, bag. This is not a <laughs> this is not a bomb duffel bag. So you get a whole bunch of free stuff. Anyway, that's the plug. Patreon.com forward slash unintended baggage. Give us a few bucks. Um, I did, but also real quick, I did find out Kelly has, I think I've identified one of Kelly's uh, pathologies. Okay. She has something that I'm going to call plant Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Okay. So she, she makes the plant sick in order to get attention for herself. Well, I don't think she does it to go or get attention for herself. I think she does it. I I think that the reason that Kelly kills plants is not because she hates plants, right. but because she wants to prove that she loves plants by making by having them survive, okay. but then doesn't actually water them, and so they wilt away and die. Uh, it's more of a negligence thing. I don't think that's Munchausen by proxy. Oh, you know what? That's a good point, by the way. Yeah. That is a good point. I'm going to figure something yeah, else out. I, I think that's just uh, culpable negligence. Abandon, abandonment. Yeah. She has plant abandonment issues. Yeah. Yeah. So if that was a, a child, it would be like leaving them in the crib and not changing the diaper she, and not feeding them type she, of thing. Yeah, because she's out in the garage, right? And right. I look and I see that she's got a plant. I'm like, what are you doing, Kelly? Yeah. She's like, well, I got this plant. I'm going to gonna make grow. I'm like, you're going to kill this freaking plant, Kelly. Right. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. And it, here's the thing. I've known this woman for a long time. I've known her. She Look, if she's killed a lot of plants in this world. Right. Like, she is a mass murderer as far as plants go. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm telling you what, she needs to not 
own any more plants because she's just going to kill this one too. My wife is the exact same way, and if in fact she you know she hangs them on these little you know hanging them from different chains and like little hooks that she sticks in the ground and stuff and. And what inevitably happens is these things die and and they completely disappear. And, and essentially what you've got is you've just got like a, a little planter full of dirt with that little plastic placard they put in there yeah. to tell you what the plant yeah. is. And I kind of consider those things like tombstones. Yes. You know, because it's like a little memorial. Yeah. There's no plant either. Here lies it's, the tulip. Yeah, it's just a patch of dirt with this little plastic thing of the plant that once was. Yes. You know, <laughs> and they sit there forever. Yeah, so my wife, the exact same way. She is a she is a mass uh, mass murderer. She's a serial killer of plants. She is, right? Yeah. Like right. the Ted Bundy of fucking plant killers, I right? I know. So at any rate, so I just, I, I did... Again, now I have to change it because it's not Munchausen syndrome by proxy; it's something else. Right. So I, I would I would say a um, botanical serial killer. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a better way to look at it. Right. A torturous one at that because right. you're just going to starve the oh, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, damn. Ah, damn. That's right? horrible. Yeah, it's cruel. Now let's get into this though. Speaking of cruel and unusual punishments, mm -hmm. Adrian has been banned from YouTube forever yeah i have okay I have. <laughs> so at least tell the beginning of the story here like tell the story here. well this week i just got an email out of the blue now i've had my youtube channel since pretty much the beginning of youtube you know uh, so probably i created it like 2009 2010 when you know youtube was still young um and uh yeah, it's it, I've posted a ton of things over the year on it, but but you haven't posted anything in a while. Not in a long time. Not in a long time. Uh, probably a few years. Yeah, you know, several years maybe. Uh, but uh, I get this email this week. It says, uh, "I'll go ahead and read the email here." Hi, Adrian Wiley. We have reviewed your content and found severe or repeated violations of our community guidelines. Because of this, we have removed your channel from YouTube. We know this is probably very upsetting news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. If we think a channel severely violates our policies, we take it down to protect other users on the platform. But if you believe we've made the wrong call, you can appeal this decision. You'll find more information about the policy in question and how to submit an appeal. And now the next paragraph is what our policy says. And this is the only thing they say to give me any clue of why they, they removed it. Quote, Spam, scams, or commercially deceptive content are not allowed on YouTube. Okay. I have no idea what, like what, what, what is, could have possibly been on my channel that could have been considered spam. Look, first of all, I am like the biggest anti-spammer on the planet. Yes, you, you hate know? spam. I hate spam. I would never do anything spammy or anything like that. Scams, there's not a single thing that could even be remotely considered a scam on there. Or commercially deceptive. Now, I've never sold anything on YouTube. I've never recommended a product on YouTube. I've never done anything even remotely like that on YouTube. But that's what they flagged me for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, what you can do next, here's the steps to appeal. So I appealed. Okay. And I appealed. Uh, basically, I got another response um, about 12 hours later. And uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. Okay, yeah, uh, and this is the response to my appeal. Hello, <laughs> just hello, comma. Uh, thank you for your account suspension appeal. <laughs> we have decided to keep your account suspended based on our community guidelines and terms of service. Uh, please visit YouTube community for more information. Please do not respond to this email. Replies to this email would not be processed. But I wanna go back, because I didn't actually read the uh, the part in the, uh, the first one here, um, where it says, uh, here we go. How this affects your channel. We have permanently removed your channel from YouTube. Going forward, you won't be able to access, possess, or create any other YouTube channel. So I'm apparently banned for life from YouTube. Yes. Now, I have no idea. What video caused what it. What content could have and caused And they didn't this. tell you about any video. They didn't tell me what video. They didn't even give me anything but a really vague uh, description Generic. Of they could have sent it to anybody. Right, right. And I'm thinking, and you know, the, the videos I have on there are, they weren't even that heavy political. You know what I mean? They were, but they were, you know, not anything that was in the realm. The whole of, driver's license fiasco was there. Yeah, that's the, well, if they said for, for, you know, promoting criminal activity or something, I would have said, okay, well, that was because I was driving without a driver's license. Ooh, that's so criminal. Um, you know, 
But if I had to pick one thing that probably sent them over the edge and maybe where they got commercially deceptive from was when we did the gun buyback. When oh. when we went to, um, uh, in, uh, and this video is probably gone forever now. I don't even know if I have copies of it. Um, but when we went to the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office when they were doing the, the gun buyback program mm-hmm. and we started buying guns from the people in the parking lot mm-hmm. and the sheriff's deputies came out and tried to stop us. But we, you know, I, I, well, I was the one who, who uh, confronted them and said, look, we're not doing anything. You show us a law that says we're doing something illegal and we'll stop. And they just said, well, you have to stop. You're disrupting us. I said, no, we're not disrupting us. We're over there talking to people in the parking lot. We, we can do that. And they kept trying to stop us, but eventually they they let us keep going because there was no law yeah. that prohibited what we were doing. Yeah, we represented the express lane. <laughs> exactly. Because as soon as we'd go talk to somebody, the cops would get over there and get their stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the only thing I can think of is that's what they, they permabanned me for, mm-hmm. you know. And so eh, I'm not on YouTube anymore. Oh, well. well, you're not but the I only am, one. But I am actually sad because there are a lot of videos on there that I didn't have anywhere else. Because uh, after I uploaded it, I probably didn't keep the original files. And, you know, I thought, you know, YouTube is forever but (laughs) so much for that so because of that here's what i did i downloaded every video that i had on youtube and i deleted my channel oh did you really yeah oh good for you i deleted my channel because fuck them yeah like seriously i'm here's the thing i'm going to rumble and that's where i'm gonna go i'm gonna upload i'm gonna upload all my stuff to rumble and i'm just gonna stay in rumble look i watch youtube all the time right and now i'm gonna stop yeah. Well, I've I've tried to institute a YouTube ban now, <laughs> but it's pretty hard because uh, so much is on there, you know. And again, it, I'm not all broken up about it. I, I'm a little disappointed because, like I said, there's there's some historical videos on there of you know that thing, you would like to have kept. that I would like to have kept, but you know it's not the end of the world. Um, but uh, and it wasn't I, hell. They demonetized me a few years back already. Yeah. You know, essentially they went through all my videos and said, no, you can't monetize this anymore. Never gave me a reason. Just like, we don't like your content. So you can't run out like a bunch of fascists. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, so fuck YouTube. Uh, but you know, it's their platform. They're right. Um, that's right. At the same time, even if you're going to, they're going to ban you, you know what? They can do that. In fact, I blame myself more for thinking of them as a, essentially a, 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 a public forum that, you know, was a safe place for me to store these videos. Yeah. You know, so that's really on me. Yeah. No, you know? no, that's true. That's so, true. But uh, fuck that. But I, that's why as soon as you, as soon as you did that, I downloaded all my videos and just deleted them. Myself. Yeah. Prob- probably a smart move. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. They I, were going to get to you eventually. Used, I never used it anyway, but that's why eventually they are. They're going to get to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope it kills the platform. You know, I really yes, does. I do want to see YouTube go away permanently now. what what somebody needs to start doing is someone needs to secure enough storage that they can download literally everything on youtube and essentially just mirror because i started looking for a youtube mirror because i wanted to see if i could grab some of these videos and at least download them yeah. to have them um and there's no youtube mirror out there so somebody needs to do that yeah, I, I hope that happens. But, you know, at this point, at least my videos and a lot of other people's are lost, including uh, some of uh, uh, Senator Rand Paul's. <laughs> yeah, because they, he had a similar uh, issue this week. Yeah. Now, they only banned him for like a week. Right. Yeah. But still, they're banning him, too, though. But he, here's the, here's the thing. OK, they just deleted my channel permanently, instantly. And uh, basically, I'm sure no human ever looked at my appeal. Yeah. You know, because it was just boom, boom. You know, mm-hmm. there's no way. Because I did it like, you know, eight o'clock at night and at eight o'clock in the morning, I had my answer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, they, they, but with him, and this goes to show you that it's, it's arbitrary in some cases, but in other cases, they give a whole lot of benefit of the doubt. For Rand Paul, they're just going to suspend him for a week. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure that, you know, there's his content is probably as egregious in the eyes of YouTube as my content was, but I was a nobody, so it's just like, ah, fuck you, you're gone. Well, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's a lot easier to get rid of you than it is to get rid of him. Exactly, yeah. Which is also why I think that they're, they are going through YouTube and they're doing purges oh, yeah. of, 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 you know, of subscribers, and they're just getting to them one at a time. And There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that because some of those videos have, and a lot of those videos had many tens of thousands of views. Yeah. In fact, I might even had a couple of videos over a hundred thousand views, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but Especially the driver's, license, the driver's license ones were real popular, yeah. you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I had to go figure, you know, 
a bunch of dicks. As soon yeah. as I did it, I'm like, I'm, t- I'm shutting my shit down. Yeah. Can I, like, I don't even, I didn't, I haven't used it in a long time anyway. I haven't put videos up there in a long time. Yeah. I was thinking about starting to put videos back up there again, but not now. Well, I honestly thought that it might happen at some time. And that's why we said we're never doing the show on YouTube because no. they'll, they'll shut us down in no time. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to. Why, why bother? I mean, right. Exactly. You know, why Why have all this content out there and then monetize it and then just have them pull the rug out from under us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you get used to that business model and then you realize you can't do it. Exactly. Which is why I do like the Patreon model. It's like, just go to Patreon. Give If you want to help us out, give us money. Well, maybe Patreon. that's what we ought to do. We've always said we should do video. You know, and uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to do video. I want to do video rumble now. I'm a little more motivated now to do video just Actually, to do it yeah. on rumble. Yeah. So we just got to get that part set up and yeah, you know, at the same time though, we are like, I, and if I, I don't even call me old school for this or a boomer or whatever it is, I prefer the audio only format though. Right. Than the video format. Right. For various reasons, but one, because the, what are you going to look at? You're just going to look at us talking, talking. to a mic. Right. It, it, yeah. It's kind of. Kind of boring anyway. Yeah. You so I'd rather saying? you just yeah. go get the audio version anyway and call it a day. Right. right. But with the same time, though, I would like to put a, I would like to start the Rumble channel and get things going. I do have a Rumble account already, um, so I'm going to use that platform. And the other thing, I had been looking for a, a good platform that was, you know, that was a that was you know something like you put videos on. Right. And like a Venmo, or not, uh, what's that one? Venmo's one. Vivo. Vivo. That's right. It is Vivo. Yeah. So Vivo. They was one, suck though. But they suck. No. But they suck. You're right. Yeah. And that's more for just music for yeah. the most part. I think Rumble is probably the best one if you're putting up you know content videos, especially if it's politically geared, mm-hmm. uh, because they've made a pledge that you know even if we don't like your content, it stays. Yeah, I mean, for now. Hey, look, you got to remember that oh, YouTube, any of these guys, can YouTube, change. YouTube is owned by Google and Google's original motto was don't be evil. Yeah. And I'm I think it's pretty safe to say that they don't live by that anymore. In fact, they they started taking that down. Well, and here's the thing. In it their it minds, used to be like a, a, on the marquee, you know. Yeah. yeah. And now it's all gone. Look, in their minds, they are not evil. They are fighting evil. But in reality, they are using evil methods in which to do it. I don't think they even believe that anymore. No, maybe not. I, I, I think know. that, you know, they're all just, I know is I hope every I hope all of their employees are fired because their business shuts down. I do not want to see YouTube. I hope people just stop using it. Well, I, I think that there's, uh, you know, they're going to get to enough people that, yeah, they are. You know, as soon as somebody builds a better mousetrap, there's a whole lot of people that hate the fact that they have to use YouTube. Yes. You know, as soon as I can, you know, uh, Google how to replace a fuel injector on a 2006, uh, you know, uh, Ford F-150, um, I won't use YouTube anymore. You know what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. soon as I can find a different site that provides me that information. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is they pretty much have cornered the market on the information. And that's part of the problem. Well, so once they corner the market, they control the information. Well, and, and that's where I think where a little bit of the misleading aspect of it comes is that they built their they built their platform on the thought that anybody can basically put up whatever they want to put right. up. Right. And that this within was going to be certain within certain things. No, yeah. no, of course. But for the most part, you could kind of put up what you want to put up there. Right. And their platform was built the number of users they got was created or right. they've gotten the number of users because of that. Right. And then once they got a certain certain, you know, certain uh, size, they've changed the script now. Right. And now they're just all those users that were the ones that built them up. They're just chucking to the weeds. Right. And they're trying to claim like it's some kind of, you know, we're against hate speech. and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like, like, for example, I never put up a single covid video. Because Never. I haven't, I haven't posted a video. Since, yeah, basically, since I, COVID was going on, you I, really haven't put up any well, videos I che- that were public. I checked out a, I checked out a YouTube and Twitter like uh, right after I got out of politics. So yeah. I just, I stopped using those completely. Still use Facebook to a certain degree, but now I barely use that. I'm on there, you know, four or five times a year. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just I don't care about that stuff anymore. It's no longer important to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I understand. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I think that. Um, I, I think a lot of people are falling into that pattern. And when they find, uh, of course, I still need to look up videos, you know, and pretty much every news story you see, if you want to see the video of it, you've got to go to YouTube, you know, that well, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So the, as soon as someone starts collecting that information, but the problem is, is if someone sets up a mirror site of YouTube, essentially, uh, you know, the, the, the full power of a trillion dollar corporation is going to come after you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it, it, it almost needs to be, as underground as possible, you know, or established in a country that has no copyright laws or anything like that, 
you know, because they own all your content. You put it on something, YouTube owns it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's in the terms and conditions. Yeah. Uh, so uh, again, it's it's just these companies are so evil. You know? Yeah. And it, it reminds me of uh, you had put. We had put a lot of story about you know, kind of the dark side of technology, which we talk about a lot because I'm a fucking Luddite, you know? Yeah. Um, And uh, I I ran across a guy um, who I'd never heard of before, but apparently he was huge in in, uh, computer science and, uh, you know, like in the 80s and the 90s, he graduated with a PhD from MIT in computer science. Uh, You know, essentially he wrote the book on, uh, you know, the, the future of the internet. Um, in the 80s and 90s and, and even into the early 2000s. And he was like in the 80s and 90s, he was warning people about the dangers of AI, the dangers of all these big corporations collecting data on you, all kinds of things like that. Which everybody, I'm sure at the time, was calling him a crazy, wacko conspiracy. No, you know, he had a lot of respect in uh, in the uh, in the, the scientific community, the computer science community. Um, and he kept warning people um, you know, like, for example, here's a quote of his uh, genuinely worries, worrisome developments can be can seem not so bad by uh, simply for lacking the overt horrors of Orwell's dystopia. <laughs> you know, and that's what he's saying. He's saying, look, you, it doesn't seem like it because it's not, you know, big brother just collecting all this and hammering it down on you. He says it's a bunch of little things. And he was saying this in like the early 90s. Yeah. You know. A, a bunch of little when people were still using uh, uh, CD-ROMs in order to get their AOL online. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, don't use the phone. <laughs> you know those days. Um, but he actually, in somewhere around two thousand eight, two thousand nine, completely disappeared. Went completely off the grid. Um, his family didn't even know where he is. They filed a missing report on him, and after a while, police found him. And. Uh, you know, basically, they came back and said, "Look, he's alive. He's well. Uh, he's self-sufficient, and he doesn't want to talk to anybody. He's nobody knows where he is." And this guy was like, you know, considered like a prophet of the, you know, the, the computer technology. Warned, oh shit! Warned about AI like before AI before anyone ever knew what AI was. So he's like in the mountains somewhere. Yeah, he's like he's he's yeah. off to great all. Co- oh, all co- totally. Yeah, yeah. His name is uh, Phil Ager uh, or Agra. Uh, Phil A-G-R-E. So just an interesting guy. I saw, saw an article on him this week. I never knew about him before, but, uh, you know, he's, <laughs> if, uh, if I had known him before, I think we would have been very good friends. <laughs> I would think that you would have been. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's uh, you know, amazing how, how much he predicted. Um, and so far ahead of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the 90s, man. Like, you had to really think about a lot more stuff in order for that to be. Well, some of this he was, he was warning about in the 80s, you know. And you got to remember that the World Wide Web wasn't even created until, like, 1989. Yeah. You know. Hold on. So, I want to read the beginning of this one. So, in 1994, before most Americans had an email address or internet access or even a personal computer, Philip Agri foresaw the computers would one day facilitate the mass collection of data on everything in society. That process would change and simplify human behavior, wrote the then UCLA humanities professor. And because the data would be collected not by a single powerful Big Brother government, but by lots of entities from lots of different purposes, he predicted that people would willingly part with massive amounts of information about their most personal fears and desires. Whoa. Nailed that one, didn't he? Oh. Yeah. I wish and we got that motherfucker for some lot of numbers. Because of what he predicted in computer technology, he switched from being a computer sciences guy, you know, a PhD from MIT in computer science. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, like he's it, like, top, it ain't easy to get that. No, he's like, you know, top of the chart and he becomes a humanities professor, you know, and that's what he says at one of his, his, his uh, books was called uh, the philosophy of artificial intelligence. And that's what he's saying. He said, you can't do it this way. He, one of his quotes was scientists can't see their own glasses. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Right. Wow, that's prophetic. It is. It really is. It's kind of like the the, uh, the Jeff Goldblum quote I always use. You were so busy trying to figure out whether you could do it, you didn't think stop to think whether you should. That's true. You no, know? no, no, no. That's absolutely true. But, uh, yeah, just a, I, I just wanted to pay a little homage to uh, Phil. Uh, I, I'm going to say Agri. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's A G R E. Uh, but uh, I, I just want to pay a little homage well, put some to that guy. Out. And I know for a fact <laughs> that he's not listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, we're giving the DFC point this week to him. But Hell we, yeah, we're giving the DFC point. We, we should we should name the chart after it. We should call the chart the Agri chart now. You know what? I'm, I'm the, totally... The Agri DCF chart. DFC, yeah. The Agri DFC chart. Wait, 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 what does DFC stand for? Dystopian, Dystopian future, future chart. chart. Yeah. yeah, so DFC. Yeah, the Agri DFC. I yep. like it. The Agri DFC. As it is, is written, it, as it shall be done. Uh, uh, so moved, so seconded. Said, no, all, all in favor? favor. Aye. Aye. Okay, motion passes. There you go. Um. So anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, now you know it's official. No, now it's, it's official. Now you know it's official. Yeah. So uh, you know, like just much like uh, uh, myself and Rand Paul have been censored this week. Uh, there's a another article about how the internet is turning into the Chinese model. Jesus fucking and, Christ! And, and <laughs> Chinese censorship, man, and and we're seeing it right there. I mean, oh there's what happened to me. What's happening to Rand can be called nothing else than censorship for not towing the official line the government line the generally accepted line you know well, no, no, and not even not even egregiously it's worse than that though what Rand says what Rand said was not different than what some other people have said right but because ideologically he's against the establishment on this one mm -hmm. that's what they use to ban him even though he's saying things that the other people have said that's really the benchmark is if your allegiance is with the authority then you're fine. Mm -hmm. You know, if you are, you know, anti-establishment in any way, shape or form, no matter which side of the political spectrum you're on, by the way, you're gone. Well, I don't know about that. The left gets a much, much bigger pass than but the right. It, but and I'm not either. But you know, the thing is this, though, is that they're still going after those people, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. To some degree. You know. To some degree. Because Rumble actually has an agreement with guess who? Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. If you want one more reason to listen to Rumble, by the way, or watch I, I Rumble, saw that. Yeah. It's Tulsi videos. Yeah. And I didn't know about Rumble before this week either. I, I wasn't from, you know, I think I heard like, I think I heard Alex Jones say it one time, but yeah. when he says it, I didn't. I didn't but I, I did didn't go on there money. and there's not a lot of content yet. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of videos, but there's not billions like you would expect. Yeah. 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 Not like I, I was kind of testing it out to, to see what was on there and like, you know, um, there's, there's a lot of, you know, political type content on there, but there's not a lot of other general content. Yeah. You know, so I think that until that happens, it's not going to be the, the it's not going to in, in any, any way really complete compete with YouTube. Well, they need to have some major content creators right now that are on YouTube make the move to rumble. Right. Like right. where and they only put their stuff on Rumble. Well, I think that's going to happen organically as they keep banning people. Well, yeah, obviously, at you this know, point. I mean, there's, if you're going to keep, yeah, if you're going to keep just banning people, it's you know. And the the, the thing is, is you know that they, they just don't give any real reason. It's just like because they don't we need said to. so. They no, don't they need don't. to. They don't. But you know, well, again, no, 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 they actually do need to if they're following their own rules. Right. Like they had to send you a thing saying we're taking all your stuff down. Right. Because you're playing by their. You're, you know, you're, if you're not going to point out where I made a mistake at. Right. And you're just going to ban my page entirely. No strikes, no nothing else. You're yeah. just going to ban the page entirely. Right. Then you're not following your own rules. Yeah, I never got a warning. They never identified which video or videos yeah, was or what the problem. You said there. Or, yeah, none, right. None of that stuff. Yeah. And here's the thing. By their own sets of rules, and again, they can violate their own rules if they want to, but they need to be upfront and honest is that we're violating our own rules in order to purge this place out from people that actually help build it. Right, right. You know, because we because here's the thing. They're not getting rid of MSNBC when they say something wrong. Right. They're not getting rid of Fox News when they say something wrong, even. Right. Like, it, it, the mainstream media, they're not they're not they're not taking their videos. Well, down. Uh, no, that's not true. I mean, uh, in some places they are. You know, look at Sky News. Oh, OK. Sky News is not mainstream media. Oh, yes, it is. Mainstream media is I'm talking about U.S. In domestic Europe, in Europe, media. Sky News is a you know, it's it's like one of the big it's like a CNN of Europe. Oh, OK. All right, yeah. Well. So. Uh, but yeah, my point is, is there a legitimate news source? But yeah, you know, but here's the thing, even with, you know, Fox News, for example, or MSNBC, they don't, MSNBC. they don't stray far from the official narrative. It's like they, they may weave a little bit, but they are still in the lane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So no. And, and, and it's just, it's. To see, it's like saying, and it was like just this week, to see where this thing is going, where this world's going to, you, it's like you, you, you're you watching it go to this 
dystopian future. And again, you again. I know we make fun and make jokes about the dystopian future chart, right? But like, it's no bullshit though. Oh, like, I know. These guys are. We're going down this road, f- kind of willingly. I feel like I've been watching a car crash in slow motion for two decades. Yeah, uh, it's honestly how I feel. You know, and it, it's it's funny because it's it, it's really hard to articulate how it's going to be in ten or twenty years. You know, and part of the reason I wrote the book is just kind of like, hey, this this could be a future. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't even have really a plot when I originally wrote the book, just an idea of, you know, people should be warned of all these things. Yeah. You know, but you took a story that would have been that would have been that could have been told within that parameter. Right. To highlight it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, another thing. Uh, here's another article. Uh, the headline is many Americans aren't aware they're being tracked with facial recognition while sl- uh, sleeping. Oh, sleeping. Gee, I can't read today while shopping. And this is something that we've been talking about for years. I mean, we first started talking about this literally a decade ago on our Liberty Underground show. That, But that was a video that you had up. Oh, that was that was one of the videos because yeah. you had an interview with the share or with with one of the guys that worked for the right. office. Yeah, that was talking about this on all of the um, yeah. on all the streetlights. That is true. Yeah, we're not streetlights. Yeah, yeah, streetlights. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's you know maybe that was the one Could have because been. I I actually and my investigative reporting uh, exposed how Pinellas County was using facial recognition systems and integrating it with traffic cameras. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and yeah, so maybe that's the thing. You know, maybe they don't want this information to get out. Oh, you know what? Okay, hold on. This might be a little bit of a of a shot in the dark here. Mm-hmm. You, we could do a FOIA request to the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, right, on any correspondence that they've had with YouTube. I doubt it. You don't think it's one of those? No, I don't think it's that deep. Was I going too far down the rabbit hole? Yeah, I think you went a little too far down the rabbit hole. I think probably just their AI. Here's the thing: it's not completely crazy though. Uh, it's not outside the realm of possibility, but I, I would I would figure that highly unlikely, especially since it's so old. It might be the low end of the crazy spectrum. But you know that unless they're trying to start implementing. Because remember, it was all we need to turn a switch on right now. Maybe the switch is about to get turned on, or maybe the switch already was turned on. More likely, um, there were AI that now can understand video, understand audio. And the AI just started playing things, looking for keywords, and it found a, a certain combination of keywords that it didn't like, and it booted my channel off. That's that's the most likely scenario. Yeah. There was probably no, or either that, or somebody complained, saw one of my videos and complained, and reported it and flagged it, and that started the process. Mm, you could know, be. Could so, be. Uh, but I think they did you a favor, though, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, like I, I mean, said, I wish you to have the video still, but I like probably at the end of the day, do somewhere, but I've got to go through a lot of files to find them. Yeah. You know, uh, so I'm, I'm confident that I probably have most of these videos. And if I do, maybe eventually I'll upload them on rumble. Maybe I won't. I don't even care anymore. You know, I mean, shit <laughs> in one of the videos, uh, with me, uh, actually, uh, um, I don't like the church of the libertarian spirit was on there. No, oh, the church of the libertarian spirit was on there. Yeah. I, I might still have that. I don't know what I, I hope have. you do have that. I don't story. know what I have and what I don't have. I've got, you know, terabytes of data stored. So I've, I've probably got all this, but, um, but on one of the videos, um, I actually gave my phone number, you know, my actual cell phone number and yeah. it, I, I didn't blank it out of the video and. And it's when I'm talking to one of the cops that's write me a ticket for drivers without a license. Oh, that was the day that I called out the sheriff on the radio show. And like two hours later, I'm getting pulled over. Even though, yeah. <laughs> even, though even though I hadn't been pulled over in a year, it was like there was a choke point checkpoint waiting for me. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, but anyway, I get my phone number out. You on that. Tell me somebody wouldn't listen to the show, by the way. Somebody was listening, <laughs> oh, somebody was listening to the show. But um I uh, I still, you know, up until very recently, would get a few calls a year from somebody. Hey, I saw your video, and you know, hope you don't mind me calling this number, but you know, I wanted to know about uh, facial recognition and gold star ID, That's real ID. Awesome. And, yeah, I'm driving without a driver's license now, and you know, just so I used to get that call all the time, which probably made you feel good. Not really. It was kind of a nuisance. Oh, I don't like talking to fucking you're people. Such an asshole. And half of them were fucking crazy, you know, well, conspiratorialists. And did you know the Earth is flat? Okay, bye. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know what I'm saying. No, I know. Yeah, it's like just because I went, you know, halfway down one rabbit hole doesn't mean I'm going down all of them. And I got to tell you, if you're a flat earther, I hate you more than the government. I know, I know. But yeah, it's, I do uh, hate flat earthers more than the government. So if you're going in a, a, a retail store, grocery store, box store. Anything like that, shopping mall, anywhere, uh, chances are your face is being scanned and tracked as you're going. And All they, the time. They identify you. 
And pretty much if you're in view of a CCTV camera, your face is being tracked and identified. And, you know, they know where you are, where you're going. You know, it just happening more and more. Uh, it's, you know, it's just like, fuck it. Come on, solar flare. You know. Do you see another choice right now? No. No. It's, There's it's, not another option. It's solar flare. It, it's all the technology has to be just it does. grind down to nothing. It does. We need a, a technological reset to for humanity. Yeah. You know. Now, the funny thing about what you're saying, though, about the technical reset, and I don't disagree with you, I'll bet you that there's a lot of the environmentalists on the left that agree with you. Yeah. I mean, actually. For different reasons. Yeah. I, and it, there's probably a little truth to that. I don't think that the planet that I don't think we're physically doing nearly as much harm to the planet as people think we are. No. Because I don't think we're capable of doing that much harm. Yeah, if you think we're doing that much harm, you're arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's some that's some arrogant shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but wrong. are things getting warmer? Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. yeah. Things evolve. They they probably have been since like for the past 10,000 years. But here's the thing though. You want to know why I'm not scared? It's this goes into the same thing with COVID and the same thing with the rest of them. If you believe the shit you were shoveling, right. Then you wouldn't spend 20 million dollars on a house that's like two foot above water in Martha's Vineyard. Right. You'd buy a whole bunch of acreage in the middle of the country so you could grow your own food. Right. But you ain't doing that. Right. You're buying your fucking $20 million properties on Martha's Vineyard. You're supposed to be underwater soon. Right. If you're not if you're not really following what you're telling others to do, then your opinion doesn't really hold any value to me. It's like and God, this just seems to apply to more and more things in, in you know, the, the the 21st century reality is that half of everything you hear is half true. So like, yeah, sea level is probably rising. Yeah, the 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 planet is is getting warmer. But, you know, a uh, in by 2040, you know, we're not going to be eight feet underwater. You know, <laughs> and also the, the planet is not doomed. Uh, in fact, in a lot of ways, the planet is uh, much better off than it was, you know, hundred years ago, 20, 50, hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you we know. had cow shit all over the place or, or, or horse shit <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> well, you know, even even besides that, it's like, you know, they, we, I don't think we can do a whole lot to affect it. I mean, we uh, honestly carbon emissions may have a slight impact on it. Yeah. But we're not creating a greenhouse around the earth with the amount of carbon that we're putting out. And, and here's yeah. the thing. Eventually, because of technology, the the, the, the combustion engine is going to be severely well, lessened to what it is right now. It's not just a combustion engine. It's our reliance on fossil fuels across the board, essentially. Which is not. Know? And here's so the thing. We're I'm still not, making electricity from coal. So I'm not against. I'm, and I'm not against the move to elect, to, 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 to electric cars no. and, you know, to using less energy. I'm not against those things right. at all. As a matter of fact, I'm very pro people being able to generate their own electricity. Right. I'm pro that all day long. You I wish the government I'm, would get the fuck out of the way and allow you know that who to happen. I'm, I'm against all the fucking scammers that keep calling me and coming to my door. Want me to put solar <laughs> panels on my roof. Why would you call them scammers? Oh God, they're all scammers except for a handful of them there. It's just such a racket. Why? Because the technology doesn't work? No, because of that fucking uh, uh, ballot uh, measure that passed, uh, you know, eight, ten years ago. The Florida Solar One, whatever. Oh, it didn't pass, though. No, no, the the one that did. Yeah. Oh, the one that did. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's basically they want to uh, lease you the system and, you know, they get all the benefits of it and charge you five times what it's worth. So, essentially, it's kind of a scam. Okay, I got you. And they, get, you they get all the government kickbacks and everything like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's it's there's a handful that, that do it legit, but most of the ones that call you up and, you know, robo-dial you and knock on your door are not. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we are, uh, we got about a minute left in the show. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I know. We didn't get we, to anything. We did it again. We did it again. Um, however, if you want to hear hour number two, we got, we didn't even start on the, the COVID stuff or. Are you, you kidding know, me? Any, any of the, the police state stuff we have, Epstein stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. Just, <laughs> there's so much here. We got. Uh, oh, x-rays being able to detect your race. Uh, right. I just so much we didn't get to, but if you want to hear that content, uh, go to patreon.com uh, forward slash unattended baggage. That's patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, be a patron. You help us out a lot. You keep the show going. I mean, it, look, we do this out of love. Uh, we, we make next to nothing, but you know, every little bit helps. So if you could go to patreon.com, sign up for, you know, two bucks a month, five bucks a month, five bucks a month, get you a bunch of swag. Yeah. 10 bucks a month, get you a blowjob from each of us. Whoa. Whoa. I didn't realize that was, 
I, I got to check the list on the. On I'm the... pretty sure that's in the thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but sign up, be a patron. You get all the great content. You get to another hour of the show and you get our undying gratitude forever. All right. We'll see you next hour. 